Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's... Two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited because we have got a fun new series coming up the next couple of weeks. Why don't you explain to our listeners the ride we are headed into? <laughs> we are doing four weeks of shows of guests with their mothers or mothers and their kids, whatever yes. you prefer. <laughs> so we're having actual mother-child pairings for the next four weeks and the moms get to pick the movies for That's once. That's right. Finally, justice will be heard. And please let everyone know who our first exciting, wonderful guests are. They happen to have a podcast. They're the hosts of the podcast, Rom-Coms with Mom. It's an actual mother and daughter. It's Olivia what? Snow Norman and Andrea Norman. Yay. Woo, she's also Andrea Snow Norman. Oh, now you tell me. Oh, yeah. so is the last name Snow Normand? No, it's our <laughs> or just uncreative with middle names. Oh, no, we're very creative with middle names. <laughs> oh, Don't you get it? You're just no, we're named after oh, uh... each snowflake is unique. So, yeah, so that's exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, we're named after my grandmother. So beautiful. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. yeah, family name. Andrea, do you remember the first movie you took Olivia to? And was she a total nightmare? <laughs> no in, or, in any order well olivia claims i took her to inappropriate movies early which like rom-coms so i liked a lot of rom-coms and i used to sneak out and when they were at nursery school and stuff and mm. watch movies but i don't remember what the first one was uh, my first movie was lying oh yes because olivia famously was like bouncing up and down on her father's lap singing lion king lion king lion king the minute you saw the disney you know the the castle she was like that when we saw hereditary the trailer's got down on your lap just saying lion king lion king lion king it was so weird (laughs) but i don't i I don't i don't have that memory of what our very first movie together it was probably something disney or princessy or something like that if it was just the two fs girls sure 
Yeah. Do you have other, do you have siblings? I have an older brother. Okay. He's only two years older though. <laughs> so you're basically older is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> Wiser. Exactly. Women do mature faster. So yeah. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> now, Olivia has been on the show multiple times and she famously always brings in a terrible, awful movie that she loves. <laughs> so do you trust your daughter's taste in movies? Like if she comes to you and says, mom, you gotta watch this movie. Do you trust her? I think she did that on purpose because it was you guys. I just, okay. I, I seem to think that that's true. Am I right, Olivia? But I chose Correct. a movie I thought you guys would like. But do, I'm just asking, do you trust Olivia's taste in movies? Uh, generally speaking, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> How many things have I told you this past year that you have not watched? Oh, you've told me a lot of things I've not watched because I've just been, I hate the word busy, but I've been busy. So you've like recommended things on Netflix and I haven't watched them. At least seven. Yeah. 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 What's that? What do you recommend in deep cuts? Like, yeah, uh, what are we... nailed it. Stranger things. Mostly documentaries. Think pieces. Yeah, no, oh, she see. does recommend a lot of those. It was that there's the one with Carrie Mulligan that you, you said is really good. I haven't watched. Oh, it. Promising Young Woman. Yeah, that oh, might edgy. be the yeah, yeah, that might be the one I try to get in before the Oscars. So I can say I actually watched one Oscar movie this year. <laughs> do you care I can about the, love, do you like? you love uh, she loves Oscars. Oh, well, you I do? loved I love yeah. to watch, I love to watch at least the 10 best pictures. Yes. So I feel like I'm right. a little bit in the know. Plus, I love the fashion. Sure. It's going to be tough this year, though. Well, I'll, this yes. comes out after the Oscars, but yeah, we have that. They haven't happened yet when we're recording this. You know what, you guys? I am hating this award season with all of these celebrities in gowns in like their living rooms. It's really the worst it's part of the year 20. Yeah. It, it really looks really weird. It shows like how <laughs> unnecessary all of this hoopla is. And I don't, it makes me not like you to watch you in your living room in a big Gucci <laughs> dress being like, I'm so relatable. And then you get your little award and then go to bed. I don't know. I don't Would like you it. prefer they're like in a Tweety Bird sweatshirt and like sweatpants with a pint of Ben and Jerry's? Yeah. Spoon. Yes. Like yes. what are you actually <laughs> wearing in your apartment? Expecting to lose. That makes you relate. But then I, I pro probably be like, Ugh, they're trying so hard me to like them <laughs> it's a tough needle to thread to get you it know right. what I, I forget everything i just said it i empathize with all celebrity <laughs> just in case don't want to burn any bridges but right. you know speaking of women oh yes today we're talking about the movie best in show john what's the deal with best in show mark let me tell you the deal with best in show it was directed by christopher guest and co-written by guest and eugene levy and it is a behind the scenes look into the highly competitive and cutthroat world of the mayflower dog show seen through the eyes of a group of ruthless dog owners it stars jennifer coolidge christopher guest john michael higgins michael hitchcock eugene levy jane lynch michael mckeon kathy O'Hara, Parker Posey, and Fred Willard. It was released on September 29th, 2000, and made $2.8 million off a budget of $10 million. It's well regarded by the critics. David Anson of Newsweek said, Guest seems to know just how far he can stretch reality without losing the crucial texture of verisimilitude. This is a comedy even cat lovers might adore. And Best in Show was the inspiration for the National Dog Show, which has aired each Thanksgiving on NBC since 2002. And that is the deal with Best in Show. 
So Andrea, yes, let's hear it. Go on. What's your, let's derail the entire show for Olivia's fun fact. (laughs) This better be great. I remember when my mom and dad went and saw this movie. It was like a date night of theirs where they went and saw this movie and they came home and it, they were still laughing and were like, oh my goodness, you guys. I was probably, when did it? 2000. 2000. Oh, eight. So I was eight years old. And they were like, it was so funny. And they were like, they kept raving and raving and raving about it. And I remember being like, well, I gotta see this movie. When does the DVD, when does the VHS come out? I just remember being jealous that I had, and you guys were like explaining scenes mm. in the movie. Uh, yeah, that Probably sounds ex- terribly. Exactly. But- <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, that sounds exactly like us because we did love this movie. Dad still, every, I say, oh, best in show. I told him that's what we were doing today. He's like, oh, two left feet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So is this one of your, we asked you to pick a movie. Is this one of your favorite movies, would you say? I think it's, it's definitely one of my favorite comedies. Yeah. I love, I just love this, the subtle humor of this. It is like, it is so clever. And I know that there wasn't like, there was an outline, there wasn't a script, right? but um, if there was a script, this should have been nominated for an Oscar, I think. I mean, it's just, Thank you. yeah, I think it's, it's not easy to do really good comedy and this is the best kind. Cause it's so subtle. I love it. Love it. Are love you it. a fan of his like other, like of uh, waiting for Guffman? Waiting for Guffman um, uh, for your consideration. Um, I like- Have you seen waiting for Guffman mom? Yes. I, you know what I have not seen? And I almost watched it today because I, so I could say I watched it. I've never seen Spinal Tap. Oh, oh Spinal Tap's great. Yeah, I know. Is that crazy? I have not seen Spinal Tap. So if you like this, you'll like Spinal Tap. Oh, you know? I'm sure I will. If you're at all have any like passing uh, affection for 80s uh, heavy metal, that will only help. <laughs> Are you a heavy metal fan? Yeah. Do you love a uh, Judas Priest, Motley mm-hmm. Crue, <laughs> yeah. Rush? Yeah. Yes. That's more prog rock and not so oh, much sorry. heavy metal. Black Savage. Yeah. Uh, Black Savage, everyone's favorite <laughs> band. Black Sa- You're like me trying to quote Bob Fosse movies. Yeah. <laughs> so Olivia, on a lesser extent, what do you think of uh, Best in Show? Oh, I love this movie. Okay, great. But this is one of those, it's like, oh, I want to do that. Like, I want to be that. Like, I want to be Parker Posey. I want to be Catherine O'Hara. Yes. It's just like, I think, inspiring. Inspiring. (laughs) So I do want to say, I I don't know if Olivia told you this, but um, I have a history with dog shows. So this- Oh, really? Go on. Yeah, so- um, so my father uh, bred and showed Airedale Terriers um, much of my, well, not all of my childhood, but I think about up until I was 10 or 12. And we've had an Airedale Terrier in our house from the time I was about um, two years old. So, and they still have one today. Um, and so we came out of that movie, Dave and I, uh, thinking, oh my God, my parents are just going to love this movie. We, <laughs> we sent, and they're not funny daddies, right? We sent them to this movie. They- they said it was the worst movie they'd ever seen. Really? Really? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how can you not appreciate? Did, say, did Granny say like, oh, it was just gross? Well, she might. But be- it's something that's like funny that she doesn't like. She's like, oh, that's just gross. Andrea. Was it like the Catherine O'Hara as a sort of uh, a woman with a past problematic for them? Maybe just too close, <sighs> too close for them to. They hang didn't off. respect the art of dog. Exactly. Breeding. Like, because we're not the thing like is. That. Yeah, I we're mean, not unusual people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 
I don't think of this movie as being mean to dog love dog, you know, people in the dog world. No, I don't think so. I think it's, you know, um, Curtis, what is the, what is the best form of flattery? Um, Imitation. Imitation. Thank you. Imitation is, that's why, that's the way I came away looking at it. And so I thought they would love it. And it was a, it was a real flop. (laughs) Well, Gertie, who is a dog, was Thank you for clarifying. Was she? Oh no. Because she said, well, I'm not purebred, so where do I fit in? <laughs> All right, you're doing I don't see myself. In this All right, let's move on. John, what do you think of Best in Show? <laughs> I actually saw it the weekend it came out with my family. I was uh, living in New York, so I went down to Jersey to watch with them, specifically with my father, because he's a big dog person. And I said, I really think you're going to like this movie. And I have never seen my father laugh at a movie harder than at this movie. He actually fell out of his seat. Uh, during one of Christopher Guest's monologues. Wow. With the, the bloodhound that he was talking, because he was laughing so hard. Pistachio. Yeah. <laughs> Stop naming nuts. Yeah. I used to quote that a lot. Me and Robert would quote that a lot. My it's brother. a classic. Yeah, I think it's great. I think I like Waiting for Guffin just a titch more, but I think this is mm-hmm. excellent. And I think it's such a, I think what has happened with Christopher Guest movies as they go on is because he has so many great actors, he keeps wanting to bring them back, which I totally mm-hmm. understand. But then suddenly you have these movies where you're like, we need 20 storylines because we have to give everyone something to do. And so it sort of becomes bloated and a little bit unfocused. But I feel like Waiting for Guffin and Best in Show is sort of like the golden balance of having enough great actors. Cause also looking at watching this again, I was like, well, this is the first time I saw John Michael Higgins, Jennifer Coolidge and Jane Lynch. And they mm. were all knocked it out of the park. Like we're so incredible. So I think this is a really great, funny movie. How about you, Mark? Um, I mean, we're all four of us in agreement. Can you imagine? It's uh, I love it. It's a classic. I never get sick of watching. I always go back and forth of like, which do I like more waiting for Guffman or best in show. And I am always like, flip-flopping but i think, I think now I, on your mood right that's true i Possibly. do think like wave for government has like a better like it's probably a better like story but mm-hmm. best right. in show has better laughs i think overall has like higher highs for me personally yeah i, mean, I guess that guffman does have more of an arc sorry i cut you off mark no, no please has more of like an arc like of the like the waiting for guffman We're putting like, on the right. show like, yeah yeah more like emotional and this is just like oh cookie Hurt her ankle. <laughs> her knee. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, I guess they kind of established she has trouble walking, I guess, yeah. kind of. And then I, yeah. I guess that's paying off. Sure. Whatever. Like, were we really invested in who won- wins best in show? Like, no. It's just like and a, this movie what? should have been like Clue, where there's different endings for who won. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> different. What happens to them afterwards. Uh. I think also with this one is like with Waiting for Guffman, you have all these characters and they all come together and create something. And this one, you have these five different storylines. And yes, they all come together to compete, but they don't really interact with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, I don't think it's necessarily a flaw, but I think there's something like, I almost wanted them to be responding with each other a little more than they were able to. We have like the one like cocktail party scene. Exactly. Yeah. Where they do that. Actually, I think it would have, it would have made the movie too long, but there's like, Definitely like like backstage drama that you know is there, but you don't know all the details of. There's a right. scene where um, Scott and Stefan are watching Chrissy like in the ring and they're talking mm-hmm. about her and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of story there. It'd be yeah. really cool to know what that story is. This could have well, a prequel. Maybe. Some fan fiction, maybe. Oh, I'll get right on that. <laughs> get right on it. C- create your own. Well, Andrea and Olivia, as you may or may not know, but I suspect you do at this point, we are looking for the gayest movies ever, and we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories, and at one point, you will create a category, and it will be added, added to, to the, the week. week. 
Deal. You might know what that means. Maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. It'll Trust all make me, sense in the end. She was already texting me about it. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I love it. Like you aren't always on your phone anyways, Olivia. <laughs> no. I had to interrupt my pottery <laughs> class to get a text. Well, this is our current, right? These are the current top five gayest movies ever. This is where we're at. So number five with an 86.92% is Death Becomes Her. Number four with an 89.70%, The Apple. Number three with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one with a 94.83% is Female Trouble. And I should say, Waiting for Guffman, which we just did a few weeks ago, has a 57.70%, and that is currently the 49th gayest movie ever. So where do you guys think uh, Best in Show is going to end up, if you had to guess? Hmm. Higher just, than Waiting for Guffman? I would say just oh, a nudge wow. about <laughs> Waiting for Guffman. <laughs> that's my goal. Definitely. Um, goals, that's a noble goal. How many, so how many Guffman. movies have you done? Oh, this God. This is 95, I think. 95. <laughs> okay, so maybe we could be top 25-ish. Oh, okay. maybe. I don't know. He's trying to be strategic. <laughs> no, no, no. It's clearly lacking yeah. in, in, in some areas, I think. Well, so, sure. Yeah. We'll Penetration see. shots. <laughs> yeah, the <they're, they're> death <laughs> full frontal. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, I have a question. Everybody, yeah. You're listening. Christopher Guest and Jamie Lee Curtis famously are married. Correct. Why has she never been in any of these movies? She's making Halloween movies. I don't know. She talked about it once in an interview and she said that her and her husband have talked about it and he feels that there's a very, I think she might be, they didn't say this, but I think it's almost like she's too well known or like she's too, like it does take a very specific kind of actor, I think, to be successful in his movies. And I just, I just wonder if she doesn't have that. Yeah, but by the time comfort. like um, for your consideration came out, it's not like you, Eugene Levy was an unknown or anything. No, but he's also, when we see him in these movies, we're not bringing the baggage of something else necessarily because we know him from these movies. Of your wife? Wow. What? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Sometimes really husband and wives just, it's better when you don't work together. Yeah. Would you like they, do a podcast with your husband? My husband wouldn't do a podcast with me. <laughs> Rude. Oh. Trouble in paradise? Am I right? Is this some dish? No, no, no. It's um, just... No, I mean, we asked if he wanted to do it with us and he was like, nah. All right. All right. Well, let's get into it and forget about your husband. Uh, the first group yeah. of categories are the canon categories. So for e for these, we're all going to give it a score between zero and 100. Andrea and Olivia, you two will have to agree on a score because I what? can't how much, figure How much out... time do we have? Oh, God. <laughs> well, you can always just say each of yours and then just take the middle. You know what I mean? Like right. divide it I don't know. Two. Do you have a row for that on your uh, spreadsheet? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Okay. I don't. Which is just how we, we can figure so, it out. So, for the first group of categories, how would you guys rate best in show on a scale of zero to one hundred in actual gay characters? There's. I mean, there's there's four. 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 And there's like nine lead characters. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. That's actually really good. That is I mean, really most, good. Most movies that's are like three lucky more than two. Waiting for Guffman, which is set in the <laughs> world of theater. The maybe, nerve, mom. Maybe like in the nineties then. What do you mean in the 90s? Score. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I thought you meant the 19. <laughs> what about the 90s? For the 90s, you have to grade All right, on the let's curve. say 90, 95. Okay. 95. Yeah, I think there are a lot of gay characters. I wouldn't put it quite at 95. I'll go 83. 83. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's definitely the most we've had in quite some time. So I'll give it a I'll give it an eighty. Okay, it's a good temperature taking about how I did score there. <laughs> You're doing right. great. Okay, you just got to listen to your guys. You, you can't do this wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Olivia will tell me when I do. <laughs> yeah, right. But then she'll be wrong, and it all goes back to normal. So, Best in Show got an 86 in actual gay characters, which is 13 more than the Apple, and get this, 46 points more than the Ten Commandments. So there you wow. go. I would hope so. It did. <laughs> right. All right. Our next category: Drag I'm Queen. Definitely on the down low. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Our next category, <laughs> drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen look at Best in Show and come away with a whole book of ideas? I mean, Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge, hello. Don't you think uh, Scott, Scott Donlin? <laughs> yes. I mean, hello. Bit, Scott, yeah. All those kimonos. I'm not a drag queen, mom. Yeah, but also just doing like his like uh, hotel usher, like blue crushed velvet <laughs> yeah. look is like very. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, his Listen, every drag queen has a Jennifer Coolidge impression. Pretty much. Pretty much. You could say like the poodles and the way that the dogs are styled. Mm -hmm. There's a and drag queen. The Shih Tzu, that. especially. I Definitely. love that little um top knot thing they've got. It almost <laughs> looks like a mustache, too. Yeah. It's not glitzy and glamoury, but there is like Meg Swan, like a woman who shops at like J. Crew L.O. Bean, is like a very specific look. Like, is it necessarily going to like dazzle you on the runway? No, but like not every show has to be, not every drag look has to be like sparkles. Mm -hmm. Like there's, she has a very, especially like her airport look, I really loved like the weird like cloak she was wearing. That was fun. Yeah, with the or when she was like we had the like beanie thing. <laughs> when she's looking for the busy bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love at the very end they're in those um crayon colors and she's got that big tie thing around her neck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> also adults with braces. There's a drag queen inspiration. So Just like that's one of those very specific choices that make that says so much about <laughs> yeah. these characters without having to do anything the and we haven't even mentioned cookies but they're doing as a couple at the same time right right they're a oh. dark couple the swans they're oh, very, yeah. there's a very dark energy <laughs> oh, yeah. okay mom what's what's our score i don't know you throw one out this one's a bit lower do you think 50 is too low no yes okay uh 65 is that too I'm high 70. All right, 70. I'll go 70. With I will go 63. I'm just saying Jennifer Coolidge is having a resurgence in the zeitgeist, okay? Yeah. What yeah. is what's the big project that everyone's all about buzzing? No, about? it's just like her. I think she has like a TikTok and stuff now, and also an Instagram. Oh. And there's just like a TikTok of her like her like panning her like outfit, and then she turns around and is like I can't do in Jennifer Coolidge. Um, I was trying yesterday. I heard this Hi, hi. <laughs> it's not good, <laughs> but it's so funny. People are in love with her again. Absolutely. I mean, my That's generation fun. grew up on Legally Blonde, so we all we want is some more Jennifer Coolidge. Essential text. Yeah. Yeah. There's also, I thought, something that could inspire drag queen about having chaining someone to a pole to give them their makeup, their look. Seems like oh I bet it's like we it all. that yeah that seems like for efficiency if you have to like do your daughter you know just chain her to a pole she can't wiggle oh are you talking about putting like the dog up on the grooming table is that yeah putting that person up on the grooming table that could inspire uh, a drag queen yeah 
<laughs> I wouldn't feel good about like, I have to lock you up before I do your makeup, but okay. I mean, these aren't necessarily healthy inspirations. They're just, are they inspirations? I'm not putting Locking any judgment on them. That's very noble of you. <laughs> so, and we didn't mention, I think you about did cookie, but I think there's something in there with cookie. Absolutely. I mean, Cookie's yeah, use of hair also. pieces. Yes. Yeah. Her hair pieces were great. Yeah. At one point she had that little tiny sparkly purse, which I thought was very fun. Like, what is she keeping in there? Nothing. <laughs> Chapstick. Yeah. I like the way she wear her, wore her um, name tag I, right over on her, her on her skin. On her, on her skin. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give it a, I'll give it a 60. Giving it a 64.33, one point higher than Waiting for Guffman, which has a 63.33. Hmm. All right, our next category, gay icons. What would you rate best in the show on gay icons? We got, what, Jane Lynch, right? Jane yeah. Lynch. Catherine O'Hara. Correct. Yeah. Parker Jennifer Posey. Coolidge. Parker Posey. Jennifer oh, Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. I think all of the women in this yeah. are, they're not like A-list, A-list, but they're like B-list. Ouch, what a Ooh. read. <laughs> they don't have well, disco. If they had a disco album, then sure, then they'd be A-list. But like, they're all really great. John, do you like the uh, Ethel Merman disco album? I do. It's great to clean to. <laughs> what about Winky? Is Winky a gay icon? Yes. <laughs> As a straight, this woman. <laughs> Who's currently holding, holding a dog a, that looks similar to Winky. Winky. <laughs> What is I, I always, what do you think the gayest dog breed is? I always think a whippet. Whippets, those really skinny ones, right? Like little mini greyhounds, they look like. Yeah. I always think of poodles first, just because they're so like about. The, I mean, they seem fussy and all about image. I guess this is on the nose because of this movie too. But I always thought a Shih Tzu. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty long draggy. locks. I think any toy breed. Sure. I mean, there's... anything the size of a purse, sure. Exactly. Purse first. I mean, right now, the I feel like the it dog is a French bulldog, a Frenchie. I think you're right. They're cute. Yep. It's the uh, Mini Cooper of dogs. <laughs> so gay well, icons. Uh, that seems like a lot. And also, but, there, I think, but as you say, be list. That's those are John's <laughs> words. Uh, what about John Michael Higgins? Is he is gay? He? he is not. He's married to a woman. Has two children. Ugh, disappointing. Yeah. 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 What do you say, Olivia? What? Oh, number icons. Oh, um, <clears throat> 70. Three. Okay. I was going to go a little, little lower than that, but let's go 68. <laughs> 68. Fine. Just to differ. <laughs> it's relationship. <laughs> I'll go 76. <laughs> 76. Like your favorite number of trombones. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think for the if I'm gonna give it a hundred, I think it's the hundred, all of them 25. Oh my goodness, that's true. I think they're all like four on their own or like 25. I think there's I a mean, definitely a cumulative effect, cumulative effect. Then maybe I should go um slightly higher than Olivia at 72. <laughs> Whoa, that changes everything. I, th I said 73. Oh, then um, then 75. <laughs> 75 <laughs> yes 75 Mom, i also last night i was like we we, we should we could have not should have we could have done josie and the pussycats Ugh. i guess because i was just watching parker similar. posey okay i was watching parker posey and i was like i love her so much but uh, andrea you guys seen do you like yes andrea do you like josie and the pussycats 
I have never seen Josie. Well, see, that's not the premise of the episode, Olivia. Now, is so it? We, we want the mother now. to pick the episode. You've had a chance to pick two movies. Yeah, but also, and we see what has happened to them. She's never seen it and says, oh, I need to watch this movie so it could have been a good opportunity. Is it a Christmas movie? No. Well, then you can't choose that. I can't watch it. I mean, that would be the ultimate bad pick of a movie is to just not pick a Christmas movie next year. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I do think Josie and the Pussycats is uh, a great choice, though, to bring in. Uh, it's gotten, uh, but Best in Show, Gay Icon's got an 83.67. Waiting for Guffman, a 55. Huh, All right, our next category. <laughs> The male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Hmm. I think we fail on this one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not a horny movie in general. I mean, it's yeah. pretty, except for Cookie. Cookie. I mean, but you see Scott with funny. his shirt off every couple of times. He's got a nice build, great chest. Sure. But it doesn't linger. He's like standing off to the side. It's right. shadows. Yeah, this is like a five, mom. Yeah, I would say it was very low. I would maybe um, the way Scott talks. I know it's not mm-hmm. the gaze, but I think it's a like it's very sexy the way he talks. And so, I mean, it's really? funny. It's, it's funny, sexy. Wow. Funny. Oh, I liked it when they, when they get on the phone with their dog, and he's like, oh god, yes, he, he like does, does like it's a little sexy talk. He's like, yes, hey baby, Scott. how you doing? Like he definitely changes his voice to do the that. gay guy who likes Bartle. John Michael Higgins. Yeah. Oh 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't say the gay guy, but that's where we're at. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> there's two of them. There's two. I'm 50% chance of getting it right. As opposed to the other gay guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys want to give this for the, the male gaze? Five. Five? Don't you think love low? Yeah. I'll go 10. Oh. What are you giving it 10 for? Those leather pants that uh, Jonathan oh. Higgins wears. Oh, that he embroidered himself. Exactly. I loved them. I love those leather pants. <laughs> have you guys ever worn leather pants? No. No. Neither have I. We're cool. Um, <laughs> I'll I give it a. Um, doing me any favors. Yeah, I know. So we know it looks good on us. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I'd get hot like in a second. Like I could, you know, chafe. I run hot as it is. I don't it's need to. It's not about comfort. No. Uh, I'm going to give it a, you know, I'm also going to give it a five, giving it a 6.67 compared to waiting for government got a 24. Ooh. Mm. Well, that was the what Matt, Matt Keeslar. Yeah. The Matt Keeslar of it all. All right. Our next category entrances with pizzazz. But I mean, when the dogs come I, out, all the I dog walks. High, 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 high. Especially Scott when he comes out with his yes, revealing a new course. outfit. I mean, oh, every I introduction of the a character too. Yeah, May going into the pet store like a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about when Scott and Stefan check in at the hotel? Like <laughs> yes, <a> <laughs> absolutely. Or how about the? Um, I mean, it's very minor, but like that big blue curtain that they wave. <laughs> yes, like being arms raised. wide guys, arms wide guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <It's> so stupid. <laughs> Um, also like Max kissing Cookie as soon as she enters the house. Oh my God. So uncomfortable. I love that. I mean, I hated it, but I loved it. Because <laughs> I loved it because I hated it. Yeah. Larry Miller's great at being a horrible person. He's so gross. <laughs> and stuff. I'm sure as a human, he's lovely. I'm sure he's right. fine. Mm-hmm. No one's, you're not asking for him to be canceled on your TikTok, are you, Olivia? Um, not yet. You know what you could do? You could like make a pottery of somebody you want canceled and then like smash it. 
Ooh. I don't know anyone. I I don't I don't know. I'm not controversial. <laughs> okay. yeah, uh, drunk drivers? Be- you could just do that <laughs> yeah. a conceptual thing. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Okay, great. Like everyone keep an eye out for that uh series. All right, our next oh, so what are we giving us for entrances with pizzazz? So you said you think hi, Livy, you go first and I would say 90 something. All right, let's just go with 90. 90. I think there's not, uh, outside of the the competition itself, there's not a whole lot of pizzazzy entrances. And even though there is like a, here's the entrance, it's not, it's like all at once. There's not a, each one gets their turn and they all get a spotlight and a specialty number. But there is definitely a fanfare about it. So I'll go 71. You love a fanfare, John. Uh, live for it. Um, I'll go it's 70. Give it an average of 77. All right, our next category, Hell on Heels. This is women, you know, spitfire, don't take any guff. Not We're afraid to tell got, off a man. We got oh, Jane Lynch and Parker Posey. I would say kind of all the women. Um, wouldn't you say Catherine O'Hara? Cookie? <laughs> she does have a Catherine, certain effect though. on people. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think she uses rage uh, so much no. as some of the no. others. That's true. That's true. She does, never comes from a place of anger. Sexual <laughs> energy. I love that moment when the dime drops on her and she realizes she remembers the person. Bold? <laughs> Bold? <laughs> Oh God! But she got Parker Posey screaming for uh, Busy B. Yeah, <laughs> that poor pet store owner. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she's a definitely she's definitely a Karen. Yes. Um. Yeah, Mom. What do you want to do? Um, I don't know. Parker Posey's a real force. I don't know. Can we let's say seventy? Or am I am I too high there or low? 78. Okay. 78. I will go 77. 77. Hey, mom. Okay. Like I'm, I'm saying a number. I'm letting you're you not, adjust it. You're not doing anything wrong. Don't worry about it. Oh my gosh. I'm going to give it a 75. Give it an average of 76.67, which is about 43 points higher than, no, 53 points higher than waiting for Guffman. Whew, we're doing good. We're going to beat that Guffman dude. <laughs> but it's also 12, 22 points lower than I, Tanya. Oh, well. So our next category. That mother. <laughs> Ma- that mo- talk about mother. I, Tanya is full of pizzazzy entrances. <laughs> yeah. They're figure skating. Uh, I, Tanya only got a 32 on entrances yeah. with pizzazz. Wow. All right. Our next category, macabre. How macabre is best in show? You know, watching it a second time, I realized, oh, there's a lot more macabre than I remembered. If you listen for it, it's there. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you call yeah. a person? I can't, can't think of the name, the, like the police officer or whatever that like talks back jumpers. Isn't there like a name? Like a hostage negotiator or like- it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that whole storyline, you know, <laughs> yes. he's one, these guys and he's never saved anybody. <laughs> they and all did. And then he describes that guy falling off and his head gets stuck in a gargoyle and it pops off and his intestines go everywhere. Yep. I mean, that's so cool. At dinner too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he, and then that same guy threatens to poke his son, son's eyes out with like his thumbs. Yeah. 
He's in the wrong profession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely macabre. Jane Lynch sort of like tosses off that her mom committed suicide at yep. one point. <laughs> yes. That's pretty macabre. Well, you got the depressed dog that I'm sorry, at the end, I'm not even sure what they did with Beatrice, but yeah, what happened to Beatrice? Right. That's a good point. I'm really scared for Beatrice. She might have been put down or something awful like that. Hashtag find Beatrice. Beatrice probably put it center a pound and then was euthanized. Yeah. And despite I didn't appreciate the, that. I would say despite my like history with dog shows, I think some people look at the concept of dog shows and all, all that goes into that is pretty macabre. So very toddlers. Anytime you're breeding something feels kind um, of macabre. Yeah, I mean, when they breed dogs to look a certain way and then it hurts their health. Yeah. The entire enterprise. Definitely. Well, I don't want to have a debate, Olivia, but that's <laughs> not really the, the purpose of the dog show. It's dark. That's very dark, but yeah. Adopt, don't shop. Yeah, I know. A bunch of those socks. <laughs> I don't know what socks you're talking about. I, they were in your stocking last year, two years oh. ago. Well, two years ago, you remember a stocking gift from two years ago because i remember seeing him in the store and i'm like oh this is olivia says all the time slogan to me mom it's a way of life for you that's why i cut you the socks (laughs) (laughs) or you thought of olivia's i wish i adopted (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how about being born with two left feet that's pretty macabre. That's pretty macabre. Oh, it is. Bringing it's your funny. dog to couples therapy, I thought was macabre. <laughs> yes. I thought all the, the dog stuff with the ventriloquist was having sex. Dummy. Um, them having to like sleep in the maintenance closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the swan's entire relationship, all their anger, like they are in, I, whatever their sex life is, it is messed up. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. or how about- they don't need braces. They need mouth guards for all their teeth grinding at night. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Queen. <laughs> yes, uh, mouth guard. Wait, it's 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 minor, but the um Ed Bagley Jr. is talking about when they had the um the rock and roll group and they pooped all over the place and they roasted, like, a, roasted goat. a goat. Roasted a goat. Yeah, he's Spinal referencing tap Spinal Tap. That's Little Easter egg. What's that? It. Well, no, I'm just. Yeah, she'll get to it. She'll get to it. What should she watch? That or Josie and the Pussycats? This list keeps growing. Oh, that's hard. To, <laughs> and she's busy, so as we've already established. Yeah. And she's got to watch her criminal intent still. Yeah. Well, and mean, have you worn not- those socks? Are they still in the stocking yeah. from two years ago? Two hours in her life. That's two hours to watch a movie every day. What do I want to give this for Macabre? <laughs> what do you want to give it, Mom? I think. I think it's pretty high for a comedy. I think it's, sure. I mean, it's a, um, let's say a 80. Is that too 80. high? Is that high? Say, 75? Like 64. But okay. About let's set, let's ever you want to do 72. I'm easy. 72. <laughs> one of the top upper third of the darkest movies you've ever seen. <laughs> I'll go 68. 68. Um, this movie is not really, I'm going to give it a 35. Like it's not really macabre. I don't think, um, given an average of 58.33, which is 17 points higher than waiting for Guffman. Okay. And also tied with anti-mame. All right. Oh, another mame. <laughs> what was that? She sang a part of the title song of the musical mame. Oh. Oh, we, you were talking about. No, we were talking about the play the on which the musical was based. Oh. The movie. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen right. the musical. 
Apparently, John Don't loves you. it. He says, no. I got to. No, no, no. Definitely watch uh, Spinal Tap and Josie and the Pussycats first. <laughs> you told me the other day you got to watch Anti Mame. It's an unregarded classic. Did you I? I'm, no, I'm like, <laughs> all right. Our next category dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting in Best in Show? Olivia's giving it a thumbs down while she drinks her rose. I think there was opportunity for dramatic lighting. Like, I think that's going to be like, not what the score is. I know. So I'm very disappointed. I'm going to give it like a two. I can't think of any (laughs) dramatic lighting. I mean, the only thing I thought of was the dog calendar photos, the burning of Atlanta, like, had some dramatic lighting. That's true. Some, you know, crepe tissue paper with a fan. Okay, five. A five. Mom should do that kind of calendar with Gertie. That'd be cute. Isn't that what Susan kind of does for you for Christmas? No. Every year? Who's this Susan? Aunt Susan. Aunt Susan. What does Aunt Susan get up to? Aunt Susan. Oh, we just drink um, martinis and watch movies. Does she make calendars? It makes me a calendar. A Gertie calendar. <laughs> of like existing photos or does yeah. she take them? No existing. I just send her, I text her pictures throughout the year. Are they themed like a, for October? Is it like a costumey one? Something with her in a heart for February. Um, well, like right now I'm looking at an April picture we're taking from last April. So I think you're, I think the Halloween ones when you were, um, you were at ET and Gertie yes, was, Gertie was next year. Oh, that'll be next year's? Next year. You gotta wait. Okay. Well, Aunt Sue, the bar has been raised. Wow, yep. we're all expecting. Aunt Suze. Suze, sorry. So Suze me. Um, but I'm thinking make like you make costumes, like we we really up. Oh, okay, she does not into it. Let's no, no, you, were, you you froze for a second. I didn't hear your oh. whole sentence. <laughs> I said with costumes, like make let's make her some costumes. Maybe just strong female leaders throughout time a Fran Lebowitz oh, Gertie yeah. is Fran Lebowitz so you're you're cre- you're gonna you want me to make Gertie costumes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> while okay. you watch Josie women and the costumes. Pussycats yeah <laughs> I'll do the handwork then okay there you go well what do we want to give this for dramatic lighting I'd say five Olivia broke up again <laughs> five. five I'll give it a ten ten what's your where, where are you getting this ten from Oh, they lit the whole auditorium. That was dramatic. Was it dramatic? What was the drama by just turning the lights just on? The cr- just making sure everyone was, it's, so you could see the drama. You knew where it was. Okay, John. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to give it a five. Give it an average of 6.67, 20 points lower than Waiting for Guffman, but that had an actual play in it. A musical. Yeah, yeah. All right, maybe we make up some points here. Vibrato, how would you rate this on Vibrato? So for this one, in addition to literal vibrato, we mean anytime they do something extra, they take a moment, they sort of zhuzh it up, give you more than you need, but you like it. Well, that's a movie, right? I would say the movie is definitely super vibrato. Like, I first I wrote John Michael Higgins, and then I think to me, like, the epitome of this is just Fred Willard. Like, as soon as he shows up, the whole movie just goes and goes up a level and there's a way in which if his character didn't show up you wouldn't necessarily have missed it but thank god he's there and you love everything every absurd delightful thing that he does love love fred willer rest i think we also need to give a shout out to his voice of reason jim piddock mm-hmm. as the straight exactly. man you know was, not was, a dog person just an actual a real actor but I was thinking that. for years i thought he was a real dog judge that's what it seemed like. They got like a real judge with someone who doesn't know yeah. what they're talking about. But what a perfect uh, voice of reason. Yeah. 
good good pairing. Yeah, I think um, the whole everything going on with Beatrice and Busy Bee and <laughs> like threatening a lawsuit over the dog barking in the yes. airport and like threatening deportation to the maid when they couldn't find the Busy Bee. I mean, it was yeah. just like, or even like the whole scene where you meet them. And they talk about how they met at like Starbucks, Amazing. but they were in separate Starbucks. <laughs> right. Working on our Macs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fact that Scott yeah. wants to bring eight kimonos for a two, a two day trip. Yeah. Or how about zhuzhing up their hotel room? They like yeah, they brought all of their decorations from their bedroom at home to the hotel, uh, Scott and Stefan. I have never, re have you guys ever redecorated a hotel room? I've moved no. furniture around in the hotel room a you little have. bit. Yeah, just to like make space. Yeah, oh, like, gotta move stuff around. Yeah. yeah, you got to choreograph a dance number. You need to push the things around. Exactly. There's also literal vibrato when they sing "God Loves a Terrier." Yes. Yeah. Or anytime Catherine O'Hare screams, I, she has the best scream. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what do you want to give this for vibrato? Olivia, do you have any objection for us to give it like a like a hundred or something right up there close? No, I don't. Okay, a hundred. <laughs> A hundred. I will give it a hundred as well. I think for, for nothing else than Fred Willard, but for all of those things we've mentioned. Uh, I'm going to give it an 85. Why so Because stylistically, like visually, it's all very matter of fact, right down the middle. Even uh, John Michael Higgins' outfits? You mean, yeah. Even I just mean the cinematography of it all, the production okay. design of it all. It's all just very oh, documentary. Right. I feel like they're not doing any extra, like even the dog show itself just kind of looks like a dog show, mm -hmm. which is exactly. not a slide against the movie. Yeah, I thought, so. I, I thought they were going to do like a bunch of dramatic lighting. That's what I remembered. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because, but whatever. I always worry in shows or things where they have like a dog in a scene where there's like dramatic, like a lot of like spotlights. I'm like, yelling. the dog doesn't understand what's happening. They don't like this. No. I don't feel, I never, I don't feel bad for the dogs in this movie though. I feel like they're probably getting treated great <laughs> anyways it's got an average of 95 waiting for government got an 87.67 in vibrato all right our next category footwork how would you rate the footwork i mean we I mean, got a bunch feet. we got two left feet we got Catherine o'hara's limp we and just like the though. showing of the dog yeah judging a dog on its gait there's yeah a there's a lot of talk there. about the the gait of the dog um i love christopher guest's show walk Oh God! Yes. He's. What do you call that? It's not even a prance. It's like a. It's yeah, a strut almost. It was like a glide hop. <laughs> um, they also love the with Cookie's busted knee that you only see it from like a long shot from a distance that somehow <sighs> makes it funnier. <laughs> no, that was the best. I know. I, I love the way Scott. And I know it's a, his entrance, but the way he walks. Yes, and he's so, so regal, it, so yeah, proud. And, yeah, it's yeah, it's great. Like a Cenobite almost, right? <laughs> exactly, just like a Cenobite. What? That's what everyone was You know, thinking. from Hellraiser, Pinhead, the dignity they have. Okay. <laughs> this is when I lose the moms, when I start <laughs> talking about it. Cenobites. Movie. Oh. Okay, here she comes. Um, so right. what do you want to give this for footwork? You take the lead on this one, Olivia. Um, uh, 88. 88. That seems a little high. <laughs> so, do um, I hear a counter? Eight, well, I'll say 85. I guess the whole thing is the dogs That's walking around reasonable. the ring. Yeah. Very 88's much. 88 is crazy. 
85 makes sense. <laughs> I just have... Thank you. The voice of reason here. Well, I was going to say 91, but since you lost three points, I'll say 94. Oh, interesting. Thank, Thank you, John. <laughs> uh, I'm going to so give it a, I'll give it a 90. Giving it an average of 89.67. And would you believe waiting for Guffman? 76.67. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lady Bird, 19.67. <laughs> All right, next category. Spank bank deposits. Anything okay. in Best and Show you're adding to your spank bank? Yeah, All right. I got to confess. Please. What? Oh, I, no. No, I, this is something I had to Google. I did not understand <laughs> what this meant. Oh, and what did no. your research tell you? Um, would you like, let's see, I did like cut and paste where the most sexually rewarding, explicit, fulfilling and indulging sexual encounters and or memories are retained in the mind for the most anticipated and pleasurable masturbation sessions. Solid book. Classic. Pretty much sum it up. I'd say so. So is there anything in best in show you're adding to your spank bank? So sorry. I guess, no, (laughs) perhaps the only thing that made me curious was that, um, what was the sex position she talked about? Something of the cow? Oh, Congress um, of the cow. Congress, Congress of, the, of cow. the cow. That's the only thing that made me um, wonder. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was the second thing you Googled? Something to Google. It's I okay. Googled and it's like a prog I rock thing. I made her Google involuntary celibate. <laughs> what, recently? How, how did that happen? We review rom-coms. There's a lot of incel stuff. Oh, oh sure. Gosh, yeah. But we didn't have that label by one from in these movies yeah. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys think? For is there anything? Nothing makes me horny. What about horny? Harlan Pepper? He's got a nice. Uh, he's you know got a nice. He's rugged. <laughs> well, so when he was when he was rattling off nuts, it made you want a nut. Yeah, <laughs> Olivia, please. <laughs> um. There, there was a well. No, it was. He uh, uh, Scott asked for the uh, salami behind the counter so he could hold it. That's true. That is true. But, but those are, yeah. I don't put it necessarily in this category. <laughs> no. If there was a different category, those things could fall under maybe. Do you have like a top like who's like your top celebrity like crush? Like oh, you think like oh they're so handsome. Um. Oh God, what's the guy's name? The Australian guy. Thor. I think he's so Chris cute. Hemsworth? Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Yes, That's a good Chris one. Hemsworth. That's a great choice. Oh, God. He's so cute. He's on Instagram. Oh, I don't follow he is. him. He mostly just gotta, works out. Got to oh, add him right now. She's add him right now. <laughs> got to add him for your spank bank, Mom. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, so what do you want to give uh, Best in Show for spank bank deposits? Zero? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, is that... You can say zero. You can say zero. I I don't, I think giving it more would just me be trying to be waiting for Guffman. Sure. I appreciate your integrity. Thank you. I have that. (laughs) Mark's appreciation or integrity? Both. I'll give it a five. For what? The the guy, the butcher, the guy at the butcher shop who he's doing all those on top. Oh, you liked him. He's very cute. There's also the photo of like Scott as Carmen Miranda with the guy like <laughs> bent over, which is like fun. Like if you're like, you know, at Bible camp and the only movie they have is Best in Show, maybe <laughs> there's like something. But um, 
Would you freeze it on that screen? I think you would have to. That's <laughs> all you got. It's, it's only up there two seconds. Right. I'll give it a three. Give it an average of 2.67. About 12 points less than Waiting for Guffman. And 68 points less than The Ten Commandments. Well, a young right. oh, There's a lot of bear chests. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of bear chests. All right. This is the last of the canon categories. On a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend Best in Show to a gay person? Oh, I would say very, very yeah. much. So you need some a number, mom. Um, what, 90, 95? What do you think, Olivia? I mean, yeah, I'd recommend this. I'd recommend it to everyone. Not only to a gay person, but anyone. Yeah, I mean, I recommended it to my parents, and unfortunately, that did not go over well. Yeah, so if you meet a but gay person, you'd be like, first, gay, are you my so... parents? Oh, okay, well, then if you're not yeah. my parents, then you're gay. Yeah, I think a gay person would like this better than Granny and Papa. In a different yeah. kind of way, gay people are breeders too. <laughs> sure. Oh dear. Does somebody um, yeah. adopt, don't shop socks in their uh, stocking this year. <laughs> so what do you want to? Get? Yeah, ninety-five. I heard. 90, it ninety-five. Like... It's a pretty resounding yes. Yeah, I'd say ninety-five as well. I mean, you got Jennifer Coolidge, uh, Jane Lynch. So many, you know, Catherine O'Hara. Like again, all the women are just killing it. John, you gave Waiting for Government a ninety-nine. Yeah, Waiting for Government set in theater. Sure, but I feel, but this has Jennifer Coolidge. You know what I mean? So sure. I gave Waiting for Government. I have to give this Jennifer Coolidge and Parker Posey and Jane Lynch. I will say this: I don't think this is Parker Posey's best work. Yeah, but no, she's pretty amazing but, in it, though. If you're doing like a, really a quadrant of her like roles, I think Meg Goes Swan is pretty. Cats, up I think for her, Guffman is definitely places far higher than Best in Show. I don't know. She's. Pretty I think in this in one, her and, and Michael Hitchcock just yell at each other too much. I think of the five I different know. groups, I think they're, so they're the weakest to me. Because <laughs> I think, I think they so get like... too. I think they stay too much at the same level. Is what I feel. I don't know. Uh, maybe growing up in Silicon Valley, I recognize these people. <laughs> they yeah, seem very people who um, take themselves too seriously. Yeah, I'm going to give it a hundred. I gave Waiting for Guffman a hundred. I have to give this a hundred too. Given an average of ninety six point sixty seven, still not as high as Waiting for Guffman's ninety eight, but very close. All right, now we are into the wheel category. So these are all previous categories that guests have brought in. I've put them all in this wheel on my phone. Oh, so we're going to spin it four times. <laughs> Olivia, what, you've seen this. Whatever category <laughs> randomly pops up, that's how we will judge it. And then after those four, you will come up with a category which will be added to the wheel. Remember that? Yay! Just like old times. <laughs> okay, here we go. From Sergeant Pepper, Bulges. Bulges. Oh, there is a literal bulge. There's literally a guy there named is a bulge, literal bulge in this movie. There is a guy named oh, Bulge. Yeah. And he gets a bulge. Yeah. He talks about it growing. True. <laughs> and I feel like Scott in his like crushed velvet. <laughs> yeah, those leather pants. And all the dogs' balls. That's oh, true. yeah, they grab the balls. That, those poor dogs. Yeah. Surprising I mean, amount of it's bulges. So on the nose with the character <laughs> named Bulge. I know, right? Wow. What, like 80, Olivia? Or is that too high? No, I was thinking 80 something. Okay, 80. 80. I'm going 100. There's a guy named Bulge in this movie. 100. Uh -huh. uh, I'm also going to go 80. Giving it an <laughs> average of 86.67. Wow. 
Okay, sassy best friend. Sassy best friend. Sassy best friend. I mean, Fred say... Willard, kind of the sassy best friend. <laughs> sure. Like the cocktail party when Scott and like Seven meet um, Cookie and um, I forget Eugene, Eugene Levy's character's name. I love that scene. That uh, has the dynamic of a <laughs> sassy best friend. I think friend. what's tough is that there's no character who is the lead. Yeah. And yes. so like to be like, who's the, I mean, you could say are the dogs sassy? Cause they are man's best friend. The dogs are almost like, I mean, they're pretty have no personality. And white are pretty sassy. That's true. <laughs> well, and I mean, we, we don't really see the two shit Tzus together much except in their photo shoot. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Not like a huge dance yeah. pub. Yeah. And they're all like couples. And like you said, you know, this, there's very, um, the characters, little stories are very separate. There are right. very few times everybody's sort of all together. So, hmm, I'm gonna have to give this low. Yeah, what like eighteen? Sure, <laughs> eighteen. That sounds right to me. I'll go eighteen as well. You know, what? I'll also go eighteen. Let's keep it friendly, giving it an average of eighteen. Do you guys watch the uh, dog show every year on Thanksgiving? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do. It's fun. <laughs> okay, here we go. Over the top production design. Well, oh well, the yeah. photo shoot. The photo shoot. That's true. That's I do I think um, Cookie's house when decorating your entire house in terrier theme, like that's the, the aesthetic. Mailbox. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basing your entire home's aesthetic on a terrier. Winky. <laughs> I mean, Winky is cute. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um. Not the not that the production design is all that awesome for the dog show, but the way the guy talks about it and how special it is and they plan for it. And same with the way they plan in the hotel for everybody coming. But ugh, not, do you think redecorating I, your, it here. that's OK, you're redecorating yeah. your hotel, hotel room, room is a form, kind of over the top production design, like production designing your hotel room is yes. over the top. Yes. But it's fairly muted overall. Yeah, Although, it's very grounded. It's very grounded, except that like, Olivia, you know, you're talking about these things in the background. There, if you notice things in the background, like even like in that van, they have um, dangling from the rear view mirror is a tiny little Norwich Terrier that's dressed in a red sweater. <laughs> I mean, there, I think so much thought went into the production design of this show yes. that you have to right. really pay attention to it. And there's a lot of great stuff. It's not flashy. Right. It's a good point. It's like but I think the detail on it is amazing. Yes. So I'm going to give it a 50. 50. I will, uh, go, I, I will agree with you on that. I will also give it a 50. 50. Yeah, I'll give it a 50. Terrier, doing a lot of the heavy lifts in here. Terrier. <laughs> <laughs> Norwich Terriers seem like bigger than like a regular terrier. Thick. They're like stocky. Looks okay. like a hedgehog or big gigantic <laughs> hedgehog to me. Yeah, right. When they kept holding it up. Yeah. All right. Fashion so bad, it's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, Everything Sherry Ann wears. <laughs> yes. I mean, what she was yeah. wearing at the uh, cocktail party with like the pearls wrapping around her breasts <laughs> and then a tiara. Oh, the matching, the dogs had matching tiaras. How about that like yep. fur head muff thing she had with two yes. dangling? Yes. Yes. 
fur body she also had, like, fashion. fur coming out of her purse when she went and bought that popcorn. John, please. <laughs> <laughs> but she had fur on her shoes. Yeah. Yeah. The very first time we see John Michael Higgins, he has a puka shell choker on. Yeah. Okay. Every single piece of jewelry that that man wore. Exactly. Was Great. amazing. Oh, God. How about the little red sweater that she's, by the way, knitting on in the van on the way? I don't know if you saw the knitting needles on the dashboard, but then it's <laughs> wow. got that red sweater with a, um, a good eye. with a W on it. Oh, she always God. clocks a knitting needle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for? I would say. 78. Yeah, I was going to say 75. So 78. That's good. 78. I was going to say 73. Ooh. And are you going to say 73? And I will say 73. Uh, I'll say 75. Given an average of 75.33. All right. The time has come. The thing you texted your daughter. It is time for you to add a category that we can use to judge how gay Best in Show is and every other movie when your category gets added to the wheel and possibly promoted to That's canon true. or bonus at a future date. Hmm. So this is the only thing that I could think of. It has to have something to do with animals. And that's, um, and this, I don't know if you can use this word necessarily because um. we'll know what it means, but <laughs> anthrop anthropomorphism, which is uh, oh. assigning human characteristics to animals or um, inanimate objects. Um. Yeah, so we could try to maybe not use that word. <laughs> anthropomorphism. Yeah. Why would we not want to use that word? Yeah, what's wrong with that word? It could be an word? educational experience. Thank you, a teachable future. moment. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, fine, do whatever you want. And so. I do think there is uh, something gay about that because like, you know, we sure. love to treat. We have a category. Snackle tooth, right. <laughs> we have a category that's dogs as accessories, but this is almost the opposite of that. Dogs that's is true. like, you know, I'm a dog mom, that kind of thing. Exactly. I mean, this like, do our, do, do, does an animal have a, character arc <laughs> in the movie well i mean this isn't like uh no but benji, there's but does benji have an arc what is benji's arc he learns oh not to be hunted beatrice is missing is beatrice that might have be the one animal that has the character arc because she's traumatized or but there's also winky we have a hint of winky's winky, real winky. point of view during the when they take a photo oh, yeah he's like and he's kind of like what the hell's going on <laughs> oh after the chance if he wins and it's like yeah. Oh. yeah he's like this is these people are unusual i like anthropomorphism i think that's I good too. so what would you give uh best in show for anthropomorphism Oh, I would, I mean, I've got to give it a hundred because it's the category we chose, right? I mean, there's tons of it. <laughs> sure. I mean, there's a hound that can do mental telepathy, right? And say yeah. macadamia nut. And then all the busy bee of it all. Oh yeah. True. It's like, he's got, he's not responding to the toy. He's not responding to the toy. Right. Yeah, and even like Michael McKean like, being like, I'm going to sing your favorite, your favorite yeah. dirge. Exactly. So a hundred. Yeah. I mean, all the characters in this movie do that to their dogs. I don't think the movie does it to the dogs in a way you like you were saying like a Benji or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'll go 84. 84. That's what I was saying. Maybe not use that word, but frame it of not just anthropomorphism or maybe like- <laughs> It's fine, Olivia. Like do the characters like put, I don't know. I mean, if it's like a- Talking dogs, literally like a child's movie. That would, could be, I mean, this is, could be yeah. a broad category. It's not a small category. It's broad. <laughs> Thank right? you. It's an it's umbrella. Exactly. It can, you can, it could be an, inanimate objects too for a future movie. There you go. 
I was thinking forward thinking here. Go I appreciate on. that. Oh, I thought you had something else. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Sorry, I haven't I heard it. any, so hit me with it. Uh, I'm going to give it an 85, given an average of 89.67. Very good. All right. Okay. Now we are into the bonus category. So these categories we rate from zero to 10, and they're just bonus. So if it gets a zero, it's not bad. It's not going to affect the, the score negatively. These are all just extra bonus points that it'll get. All right. So the first category, what would you guys? Give best in show in musical potential. Could you see a best in oh, show wow. musical? So much. I think so. Almost the oh. lack of plot helps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see that like this great intro song where you get introduced to all the different characters. Well, could have his own song. <laughs> or you know what? With all they're, they're I'm popping up. <laughs> there could be a song with the with the with the husband who's almost dead. But he doesn't at least sing. We, at oh, least no, we but, have soup. But that could be like the tragic. Yeah. yeah, that could be the tragic. That's uh, a like sad what we song. Or it's like, what do we have in common is a whole song. Yeah, fun. A and nice we can have song. Um, the recurring song throughout the show could be um, something that all of Cookie's lovers sing. Exactly. They all there sing. There you oh, go. Now you're yeah, every life, time in, uh, a cookie, a cookie, a cookie's cookie reprise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Several Everyone reprises. gets a bite. Yep. What is the what are those musicals called where there's no plot and like here someone comes out sings a song then they leave like a review? Uh, it's like a yeah. review. Yeah. yeah. With the UE. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys want to give uh, this for musical potential? 0 to 10. 7. Oh, 10. Oh. <laughs> you want to give it 10? Yeah. Okay, I'll go with 10. I was going to say 9, but I'll go with 10. Fair enough. We'll give it 10. Well, I think it's got a lot of great characters. I think one of the things that is tough, would be tough about making this musical is all the dogs. Not that there haven't been musicals with dogs like Annie, I know, but I think it's tough to have that many dogs in a stage show, but you um, could do a movie musical. They could all be like the cow in- Gypsy? Um, no, in- um, Into the Woods? Into the Woods. Or, or yeah. Sandy, the dog. Or do it like right. with puppets. Who cares? Oh my gosh, puppets. You think people are going to like you storm out of like, show these aren't puppets. real dogs. You want to go to see a, with for puppets? No, no I need a good they, version. I need a good quality. They could have like the uh, leashes yeah, on, like have like the leashes be uh -huh. like wired and it, they're not be, it'd be like. Oh, so the audience's imagination like, are the dogs? Exactly. Where it's are the dogs? <laughs> it's like a mirror being held up to us, the audience. Yeah. I'll give it a five. I mean, if you've never seen a dog on Broadway, you've seen Civil War, woof. What did you give it, John? A five. <laughs> um, I'll give it an eight. Sure, why not? Giving it a, why hasn't there been a dog show musical? Seems like an actual fit. Giving it a 7.67. All right, next category. Queer menace. Are there any queer menaces? Why they, well, I would say the butcher probably feels that there are. <laughs> I don't think that's a theme of the movie. No, yeah. but there is a yeah. queer menace moment. I'm not saying it's 10, but yeah. it does happen. What, like a one here? What do you think, Olivia? Whatever, yeah. One. Whatever? <laughs> That's Olivia's favorite word, everyone. And she's starting to check out. Yeah, that, that was what, a that joke one? when I was like seven. <laughs> and still, <laughs> it's your favorite. And it still works. Really Commit to the bit. that word now. So whatever. A one, I heard? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go zero because I don't think there's any sense of like the queers are coming in to ruin this dog show. Did you see the butcher shop scene? 
they're harassing this butcher. I did see that scene. I'm going to stick with zero. Wow. Got but your remember, blinders on. Yeah, that, scene, that scene is in his spank bank, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Olivia, for outing me. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a three, given an average of 1.33, which is one percentage lower than Waiting for Guffman. All right, next uh, category. Character actress makes a big swing. Well, oh, Parker geez. Posey got actual braces. That's true. Wow. That's a pretty big swing. I think just Jane Lynch and Jennifer Coolidge, just, uh, you know, like, again, like having never seen them before and have them come out with these performances. And Catherine so O'Hare is um, leg limp. <laughs> that is a big swing. Or, well, uh, Fred Willard. I mean, I feel like everybody in the show is and, a character actor. I mean, like, because there isn't a lead, right? It's like an actress. True, true. This is specifically oh, actresses. Oh, actress. Oh, yes. that's discriminating. It is. Or are we elevating? It's appreciating our female. Yeah, men. just a spotlight. Men are doing fine. Okay. <laughs> they have spank bank deposit. The male gaze. We give one, two categories yeah. to women. There's Mom, a problem. You need to calm down with things like this. <laughs> she is. You can't see it, but Andrea is throwing things around <laughs> her room. She just smashed her precious moments. It's like, it's oh. like I'm tearing the room up. I'm looking for Busy Bee. I'm so pissed. <laughs> Where's that Busy Bee? So, what would you guys give this for character actress takes a big swing? On a one to ten, how about an eight? Sure. <laughs> and eight. I'll well, go four. You want me to be like, Ugh, fine. Okay. Well, no, I want Let you to correct. It. No, I want you to correct me, Olivia. I'm uh, sure I agree. Okay, there you go. Thank you for lifting me up. <laughs> Josh Groban. <laughs> you raised me up. Oh, excuse me. You knew exactly what I meant. <laughs> yes, because you made me learn that song to sing it at your show. And everybody loved it. <laughs> what are you complaining about? I'm not complaining. John, what are you giving it for characters? Speaking uh, of big swings. I'll give it a four. A four? You gave Waiting for Government a 10. Yeah. Whoa. Bias. Oh, it's theater. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a nine. I mean, you got braces. To me, that is commitment. Giving it an average of seven, which is 1.67 percentage points lower than Waiting for Guffman's. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe you'll make up some points here, though. Witches. How witchy is best in show? Not witchy, actually. Not very. I mean, no. Meg has kind of a, she's a nightmare. Is Cookie a sort of sexual witch? She's a, she's Seducing a, men, a, a succubus. She is a succubus. But she's not draining the life from people. If anything, she's, she's giving the... them life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your mother's here, Olivia. I think I know what you're okay, th- I, I think I know what you were about to say. What was she gonna say? No, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which is as low. I yeah. this one's like one or zero. Only because they roasted a goat in the hotel. That's true. But it was okay. a band. No. Yeah. All right. One. A one. I'm going to have to go zero, unfortunately. Zero. Um, even I have to go zero. And I love giving. He loves to, you to love witches. to give witch points. <laughs> yep. All right. Next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Is it just Jane Lynch? I think it, it is, might be. It is just Jane Lynch. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. John Michael Higgins is gay. We already nope. talked. That about was this. my reaction 45 minutes ago, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh, wow. Okay, so does that He's mean- He's very good. Yeah, two? 
I mean, there are there are nine main characters and one of the nine. So that's a one point something. We'll round it. Well, up. I think if you think of it this way, because there's four gay characters and right. one of the four is played by a gay person. So rather than the nine. OK, so two point five. Two point five. I'll go three just because Jane Lynch is like Jane Lynch. Yeah. Wow. Compelling argument. Thank um, you. I'm also going to give it a 2.5. I like that math. Giving it a 2.67, tying it with the apple. All right, next category. This is right up your alley. Themes of mothers. I mean, there's breeding. The one thing but... was that when Jennifer Coolidge and Jane Lynch first kiss on the camera and the two gay guys go, oh, Rhapsody has two mommies. That's true. And Jane Lynch mentions her mother's suicide. That's true. That's still... big theme. I mean, theme. it's like, like a, gener- a generic theme throughout the whole thing that they're treating their animals as their children. And so every woman in this is a mommy to their dog, but that's more nonspecific. Right. I don't know. What, like a four? Sure. <laughs> a four. <laughs> I'm not opposed. I'll give it a one. A one. Yeah, I got to give it a one as well. Given an average of two. All right, next category, pearl clutching. Were there moments where you, people clutch their, well, I would say the butcher, but John would disagree. He would call him a willing participant. Uh-huh, that's exactly what I would say. Uh, I think anytime, uh, poor Eugene Levy the whole time, every time some guy's like, cookie Googleman, and then says some yeah. other thing, and he's sort of a little scandalized. Yeah. I love it when he lost it, and he, he complimented the, the melons of the... <laughs> And then she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't know about this one. Olivia, you take the lead. Mm, I don't know. Pearl clutching? Unless I'm clutching my pearls to laugh, a big laugh. Sure. Uh-huh. It's a big wahoo. Um, known. My God, oh, I can't believe they said that. <laughs> um, they went there. Yeah. They're going after dog shows. Is nothing <laughs> sacred? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, uh, Ed Begley Jr. was thinking the whole time he was checking in Stefan and Scott. Like, what, yeah, right. but not that he was showing it on his face, but like a three. Okay, a three. I'll go one, one, and I'm gonna go two. Give it an average mm. of two. All right, I think you're gonna make up some points here. This is the last in the bonus category. Quips. How quippy. I'll give it a big fat 10. (laughs) She's back. Yeah, Yeah, even if the only quip was John Michael Higgins going, she looks like a cocktail waitress on an oil rig, I would give this a 10. So yes, I'm 100% going 10 on that one. I love that one. (laughs) Everything Scott says essentially is a quip. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Yes. I was thinking, I wrote down some things and I think everything I wrote down was something that he said. <laughs> Even Gene gets to make a fun quip when he finally calls Scott Mary and everybody laughs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, everyone oh, thinks that's so funny. Oh, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> or how about faster than a walnut would roll off a hen house really. <laughs> <laughs> There's also one in the backyard party where they say, I want to know, I want to see where they make the light cream cheese and everybody <laughs> loves that, that one. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> So, All right, guys, do you know what, what, what it means? I tried actually Googling this when he says, I feel like uh, Alan Ladd at Easter Island. 
I don't. It means oh, it's right. got to mean something. I, Alan Ladd is a really short person. That's all I know. So there must oh. be something about is Easter some... Island heads are really tall. So you just feel super short. You're feeling tiny. I don't know. Because they've got a bunch of statues or like. Because um... it's a short person and the biggest heads. Oh, I guess so. Maybe so. I was tr- I did spend some time trying That's to. Good. I appreciate this research you do. No. Uh, John, what do you want to give it for clips? Did you say? Oh, I said 10. 10. Uh, you gave Waiting for Guffman a three. Wow. Whoa. Interesting swing. I'm also going to give it a 10. Given an average of 10, which is the highest we've had in the last uh, nine movies. The next closest is Anti Mame with an 8.93%. All right. We now. Quips. <laughs> Absolutely. Now we are into the iconic category. So we're going back to scoring from zero to 100. And these categories are sort of bigger, broader, more umbrella categories. Oh, my God. All right. First one. How would you rate Best in Show in homoeroticism? We already talked about it. We don't have a lot for the Spank Bank. It's just like not that horny of a movie. Mm-mm. Scott's kind of horny for a lot I of people. I mean, yes, that character he is. Yeah, but there's nothing yeah. like you get a sense of like eroticism with any of the characters. Although you no. could say that Jane Lynch and Jennifer Coolidge have that little kiss. Absolutely, yeah, they have that huge kiss. But it's like one moment. One moment, and it's kind of played more for shock. Dynamite in the bedroom. <laughs> Likewise, I'm sure. What do you say, Olivia? Like 15 to 20, or is that too low? Yeah, let's do 17. Got it. 17. I'll do 18. 18. Uh, I'm going to go nine. I don't think it's very homoerotic. Given a 14.67, which is uh, six points higher than Waiting for Guffman, but 20 points lower than the Ten Commandments. All right. Next, over the top wardrobe. Um, Scott Donlin's wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> That's constantly over the top. Uh-huh. Jennifer I'm, Coolidge, I, I think, as well. Yeah. Yes. Cookie, yeah. I think, even there's elements of over the top. She has her moments. I would say, Mom, I like it 80. Yeah. And I, I like, and I have to throw in too, because the dog wardrobe was pretty dang good. <laughs> yes. That's true. Yeah. The, Do you like, dress up your dogs? Every once in a while, but mm-hmm. not. It's like, okay, there's a 49ers game on. So dad puts on the 49ers jersey <laughs> at the top. <laughs> well, as long as it's for a good reason. Right. <laughs> exactly well i guess <laughs> um also like scott is literally wearing a pirate shirt at one point yeah i love it when he's packing kimonos and he's like you pack six and he goes oh god that's right i maybe i should pack one more yeah <laughs> <laughs> and shoes for two left feet yes. there's not there's uh michael hitchcock who's worried about which uh Oh, his turtleneck to wear. Yeah, the half deck, the mock turtleneck. Don't you think that their looks are the least over? Like those are like below the top. Like it's literally J. Crew and LL Bean. No, I agree, but just his like approach to it and how like it's so. The thing is, is their characters think they're over the top. This is true. They think they're making a big statement. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, it's going to be a sea of khaki down there. Yeah, but are they making a big statement? No, no. So what do you want to give this for uh, over the top wardrobe? Ooh, I think for Scott and the dogs, seventy-five. <laughs> Didn't I already say eighty? I you were frozen, Olivia. Oh, all right, eighty, fine. Eighty. I'll go eighty as well. Eighty. <laughs> I was like, nobody's paying attention to me. Oh, poor Olivia. <laughs> we can't see you. She's used to being the cutest. You can't see me. We can see you. You just get frozen every now and then. Oh. 
Trust Sorry. me, we can hear you. Um, <laughs> you can. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 65 and over the top wardrobe. It is wild, but it's not like so crazy. I'm like gagging. Um, give an average of 75. All right. Last of the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is best in show? Well, you better pack your bags and say goodbye to your mom. It's very campy. <laughs> You're going to the woods this weekend. You're watching this movie. I think it's very campy. Yeah, I think so too. I think they're having a lot of fun with uh, the, it's not campy in the way that like, it's so bad, it's fun. Yeah. But they're having, they're looking for all the jokes. Like you were saying, like the thing that's hanging from the rearview mirror, the thing that's on the wall, like they're looking for those fun extra things throughout. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, Eugene Levy's, his buck teeth, you know, <laughs> yeah. Grande Expressio's being sexy. I mean, they met over catalogs, LLB yeah. catalog. I mean, all these little things like that. Yeah. You have dog telepathy and the fact that you're going to have this big party it's like a bone voyage party to go to a dog show. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. Tourism, going tourism in Philly to go see where they make cream cheese. Confusing the Mayflower and the Nina the Pinta and the Santa Maria. Um, I mean, there's just like, every time I turn around, there was like another little thing. This is excellent scholarship, Andrea. I, oh, I well, thank you. It. Oh, how about um, the captain and the, the cookie? Like the, yeah, the, the bag for it. Cassette. Yes. That was on my list. Or the American Bitch Magazine. What, what was it? The, yes, American The challenges American. of American lesbians with their dogs or something. Yeah. Um, and then that calendar with the dogs. I don't know. There was, to me, there was so much. So what do you say, mom? Oh, 95? Oh my gosh, that's what I was going to say. Well, you're so much alike. Like sisters. Oh my gosh. You know what? I loved on that dog calendar. They have all these iconic movies. And then the last one is McMillan and Wife. McCabe <laughs> and Mrs. Miller. It's McCabe I, and Mrs. Miller, right? I thought it was McMillan and Wife. Oh, you might be right. It probably is. It's I probably both. Edit this out, John. Or I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it a 90. 90. One point higher than waiting for Guffman, and that's set in the world of theater, John. Are you losing your touch? People want to know. Mark, do you have anything you want to share with us when it comes to camp? <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear your list. Well, you've said half of them already, so I had to edit. Uh, very good, Andrea, but I will quickly go through. I got a quick list. Basing your love on a mutual passion for super catalogs, custom vans and RVs, feeling emasculated by Larry Miller, a morning show host telling their co-host energy right before they're live, <laughs> one of your credit cards being the good one, fondly remembering your time waitressing at the Mint Julep, checking to see if someone's wearing L.L. Bean, spending six months working with leather and red thread, calling your dog to say goodnight, Christy name dropping that she handles Rhapsody in White, opera glasses, this shot of Sherry Ann picking out on popcorn, and finally Scott and Stefan reading Christy Cummings to Filth. So I think it's pretty campy. Um, I'll give it a, I'm also, I'll give it an 88. Giving it an average of 91, waiting for Guffman, 83.67. Finally, we are into the crown jewel. So these categories, we don't rate them. We score them. It's either it gets them or it doesn't. So we all okay. agree yes or no. Oh my the first God. one, 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Best in Show have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I would say yes. I would say, I would say so. yes. I think so, yeah. There's nothing weird about any of them being gay. None of them are sort of, they're, they're as weird as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I would I say yes. I think so too. A yeah. rare quadrant for quadrant agreement. Yay. Uh -huh. Yay. 
Let's keep it going. This is the last one. Negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not it's the not. movie Boat Trip, so it will not be penalized 50% of its points. <laughs> no, this is not the movie Boat Trip. This is not. No. Um, one all right, second. So that's we it. We're all done. How, now that we've been through all the categories, do you still confident you will be in the top 25 or that you will beat Waiting for Guffman? I think we might. We're going to be really close to Waiting for Guffman, and I'm not sure. I, I say we're top 30. Okay. Top 30. What do you think, Olivia? See. <laughs> That's a right answer. All right. So out of a total possible 2,410.41 points, Best in Show has scored 1,654.08 points, giving it a percentage of 68.62, making it the 30th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as cruising, but gayer than hackers. Wow. She nailed it. That seems wow. about right. So are you wow. better than Waiting for Guffman? Yes. Much gayer, yes. Waiting Woo! for Guffman only has has a 57.70. Well, this has oh, a 68 amazing. point, yeah, almost 10, 11 points higher. John, the debate is over. Dogs are gayer than theater. Well, <laughs> I guess the math doesn't lie. There you go. <laughs> Wow. Great work, everybody. We did it. This was so much fun, you guys. Thanks so much for being here. Mom, this is your first time guessing on a podcast. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, you did a great job. And you crushed she it. loves this podcast. I do. Oh, well, thank oh, you. Thank you. I do. I listened to two on my walk this morning. <laughs> Her walk with her dog. With my dog. Oh, wow. okay. There's Ruby. Full circle moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank nice you. Nice little there, bookend. Is there anything you guys would like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Well, of course, rom-coms with mom. Of course. We yeah, recap course. a romantic comedy. Mark was a guest. We don't usually have a guest because guess what? I'm not at sibling. But it's been a goal of mine. So John, expect an email. I huh? cannot wait. Say like um, a threat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just about to change my email. I'll let you know what the new one is. Um, um and um uh oh I yes, I also make and sell pottery. You can find me at Osno Ceramics on Instagram on Etsy out on the town selling my wares. They're beautiful. Yeah. I requested a mug with a bigger finger hole. I don't know what do you call that Coming, thing. I know. Handle? Always want a bigger finger a hole. A finger hole? Okay. <laughs> well, because Olivia doesn't, like they work for her hands, but when I do it, I could barely like get a pinky through. <laughs> Your pinky mug? Yeah. All the rage. So dainty. I'm gonna make you a big fat mug with a big fat handle. That's what I want. That's all I want out of life. Wow. Uh, Andrea, anything you'd like to promote? <laughs> no. Oh, fair enough all right thank you uh you guys are great happy mother's day yes happy oh, mother's day the reason you, for the season you. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much and we'll, we'll be, be right, right back we're back Wow, fun inaugural Mother's Day. That was really episode. sweet, fun. Yeah, it was fun, fun to, to see watch their dynamic at play. It is fun. You used to host a show called Those Magnificent Moms where you would have comedians come on with their mothers. And it was always really fun to watch that backstage, see all these comedians and their <laughs> yes. moms and sort of like 
protecting, not protecting them, but you know, like they were performing. So you could tell the moms were all a little nervous because most of them aren't used to it. And so you had all these people you knew who were like taking care of their mom and also like introducing them around and showing them off. And it was very sweet and fun. And everyone always had, we were never about shaming moms or laughing never. at them. Never. Celebration. We were celebrating. A hundred percent. You can't make a mistake at that show. No, you can't. Even if you forget a line, nobody cares. No one. That's not what anyone's You're there out for. out there. Exactly. <laughs> but you would have extensive notes afterwards. <laughs> well, you know, just tiny things. Not for the moms so much, but for you. Sure. And I appreciate them. Speaking sure, of sure, notes for grow. us. That's right. So we are doing coming up after our mom series. We're very excited. It's going to be our 100th episode. Can you imagine? And can you imagine? And to celebrate, we want one of you, our listeners, to be our guest. An essay about the movie you would bring in and, and why you think it would do well. Like we're looking, ideally, something at least cracks top 10. That would be We've wonderful. We've already gotten but... some essays, some wonderful suggestions already. Some great suggestions so far. We've got, of course, Wizard of Oz. We've got a Mamma Mia 2. The bird cage. Uh, what else? Birds of prey. That's a fun one. That's a good one. Batman in the movie, the original one. Troops of Beverly Hills. Troop Beverly Hills, not troop of. Troops, Troops of. of Beverly Hills. That's how I <laughs> refer to it. The Snyder Cut. Women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Yeah, there's a lot really... of great stuff here. So what do you think? Like, and I would think of it in terms of somebody asked, like, how should I go about this? I will think of terms of like the, is there, what's, what the number ones are? Female trouble. It has actual gay people that are horny. Right. It's sure. campy as hell. And it has a great look to everything. It has a really dynamic, great clothes, hair, production design. Yep. So anything that ticks those three boxes has a good shot, I would say. Anything with a positive portrayal of homosexuality, you have a big juicy bonus at the end if you can get that one. That helps. Definitely helps. So send us, where should they send these essays they to? They should John? email them to us at two old queens. That's T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. And make sure you do it before May 1st. That is the cutout. So you have a couple more days from when this pod episode comes out to get in your list. And we will After that, they're going to the that. junk folder. <laughs> We're sending them to some other podcast that has nothing to do with us. <laughs> yeah, you ready, Michael Barbaro? <laughs> Prepare to get something in your inbox. Uh, yeah. So, you can... <laughs> so again, email us if you want to uh, for the essay for the 100th episode. Email us an essay for a movie that you think would do well at twoldqueens.twooldqueens at gmail.com. But you can also email us if there's something you like, questions, stuff we got wrong, suggestions. Let us know. Email us there. Or you can also rate and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars. It really helps people discover the podcast, helps the algorithm, however that works. And we really appreciate knows. that. Nobody knows. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie rankings. Also, we have merch. If you go to T Public and search for Two Old Queens, there's a lot of great stuff you can buy for yourself and the ones you love, like your mother, maybe, for Mother's Day coming up. Maybe she would love an Eat Shit Funny Girl t shirt. Oh, moms love Eat Shit Funny Girl t shirts. And also, we have a Patreon. It's Two Old Queens, the retirement plan. If you want an extra episode of this every week, go over there and subscribe. And we have a lot of fun stuff that we're doing over there. Yeah, so stick stick around. Next week, we have another movie curated by a mother. We're going yes. to be discussing Eat, Pray, Love, which is- Very exciting. I've never seen it. My, myself, neither. Well, I can't wait to go on this emotional, uh, cathartic journey with uh, you of discovering- It's like the perfect time. Like the pandemic's ending, we're getting to go back into the world. Finally, I can eat. Eat and pray and love. <laughs> yeah, but that's it for this time. Send us those yes. essays and stay safe. Get <laughs> stay a vaccination. Always, Wear a mask if you're indoors. It seems the research seems to be iffy now about outdoors, but still err on the side of caution. Be always better. All right. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.